Welcome to another episode of the Go With John Show. We have Michael Schnitzer, President of Stanley Martin Custom Homes, back with us again today. Thanks, Mike. Hey, John. Good to be with you. Good. So, Michael, tell us, uh, we're, we're, we're at the end. This is kind of a special episode. So we are sitting here today right after Labor Day 2022. It's been an interesting year. And a lot of great things are happening at Stanley Martin uh, Custom Homes and at Stanley Martin. So maybe sure. maybe give us a little bit of a market just update. Over, What's going on? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll just talk about our parent company for just probably two minutes, sure. whatever. But uh, uh, believe it or not, they're hitting their goals in terms of starts and sales mm -hmm. and settlements. Um, they're really focused uh, on the manufacturing aspect. Uh, and more about driving down cycle time, getting more efficiencies. So they, um, they're doing a little bit of a paradigm shift and they tested a, the construction of a house after the foundation was poured and were able to manufacture the house, not a prefab, right. but manufacture the house uh, uh, within a closed environment and get it trade ready uh, in one day. Wow! So that means they you know, brought out cranes. The you know windows were already in the walls. Blah mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. So it's basically put on put in the floors, put on the floors, put on the you know stand up the walls, roof trusses, stairs. Windows, exterior doors, all in one day. Right. So, so when you say drive down cycle time, you're talking about the cycle from start to f of construction right, to finish. Right. right. So, but that um, so it right. So it drives down cycle time. It's uh, from an environmental perspective, it's less material waste. Right. Uh, from a cleanliness perspective, right? When your nails and all that stuff out in the field, right? Less debris, less waste. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, there was something else I was going to say about that. Oh, and it's in a closed environment, right? right? So you're not getting rain and, you know. So basically the house is built in a factory yeah. and it's delivered to the job site and then stood up. In components, right. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you see a, what, a 40-foot wide house on a big semi right. driving down. No, that's not, it's not, it's not a double no. wide. No, 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 no. It's, it's a full crane set up and yeah. whatever. So uh, I think that's coming to a theater near you in the next couple of years uh, mm -hmm. to customs. Right. We're just going to have to figure out um, as it's implemented, okay, how do we get right away permits mm -hmm. to, you know, on a smaller street? Can we close down the street, right. you know, for six or eight hours right. and put the house up? I would think that the neighbors would, on yeah. a street would love to have one day of noise and commotion versus yeah. three months. Yeah. Or two and I months. think on wider streets, you know, it's just uh, flagmen and whatever mm -hmm. and just closing a portion of the street. Yeah. In a two directional sure. street. Yeah. Sure, so. sure, sure. Anyway, I think that's uh, coming to a theater near you. On the custom side, um, Ironically, we're we're keeping up with sales. Yeah, we've had a couple cans, but mm -hmm. we have that all the time. Right. We're still generating sales. Um, I think because of our largesse mm -hmm. and our stability, people feel comfortable, you know, working with Stanley Martin Custom Homes, and for a plethora of other reasons. We, right. You know, we can certainly get into that, but um, 
interestingly, we are starting more houses this year than perhaps ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, some of it may have had to do with uh, helping a customer getting uh, subdivided, blah, blah, blah. But for a combination of reasons, we've had to bring in more project managers right. and get the back office to focus uh, more in helping production yeah. because we're so busy, yeah, which, it's is really, a, which is a, you know, it's a great problem to have. It is. And, you know, it reminds me back in 2006, 2007, when the market was crashing and everybody was having such a difficult time. Our business was booming and we seemed to do extremely well under challenging conditions. I think the, yeah. the more challenging the conditions are in the world, the more new home buyers want to build with a reputable company that's been around for a long time that has a huge corporation behind them. So Stanley Martin Custom Homes, we're building 30, 40, 50 homes a year. Right. Uh, but we're a wholly yeah, right. owned subsidiary of Stanley Martin that's building thousands, thousands and, and thousands, thousands of homes, right? right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it really uh, helps us in, in times right. like and this. Certainly, uh, smaller builders that fit within our niche. Yeah. Right. I mean, they got to work on the draw. They've got to make sure they're funding their company. Right. Here, we're just so well healed. It doesn't. Exactly. I mean, it matters because we want to get paid, but it doesn't matter in terms of, you know, when we get paid. Right. Per per se. Exactly. And, and you know, I think it also helps with our with our back office. We have a team of folks that are managing the supply chain, which really is not so much of a challenge anymore. We have some challenges. You want to talk right. a little bit about that? I mean, I think yeah, uh, I think it really depends on the product. I think for the most part, um, we're you know we're out of the woods, so to speak. Um, you know, Stanley Martin has a window, not Stanley. It isn't owned by Stanley Martin, but we partnered with a company, and so this company built a facility to only manufacture Stanley Martin windows right so we don't have to worry about windows supply chain blah 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 other builders trying to gobble up you know uh the manufacturing facility uh so that certainly helps the uh but you know we build production homes and we Mm -hmm. build custom homes Mm -hmm. and depending on how far afield you go with your product selections you could still run into supply chain Challenges. I don't want to say issues, but yeah. just much longer lead time. Lead time, right? Yeah. So, uh, a normal window order, if you were building a Stanley Martin company's house mm-hmm. and, with their products, um, would probably be three or four weeks, right? So right. it's really no big deal. You just order the windows when you're getting ready to start, and yeah. boom. And that's because we have our own facility now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dedicated factory that only builds Stanley Martin windows, right? Exactly. And then, uh, but let's say a customer just use Anderson, it could be Pella, it could be right. whatever, right? But uh, there we are more and they are more constrained, right? So it still mm-hmm. could take four months for windows and or doors, depending on right. what type of manufacturer. But we know that. And so we plan accordingly. So, right, in a prototypical environment, we start construction and we order our materials. Mm-hmm. In an environment where somebody is ordering a Anderson or some other type of window, 
we may have to pre-order several months in advance of ever starting construction. Right. So we're, you know, we we adapt to the environment, so to speak. Right, right. Cool. So. No, it's good. It's 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 fun to be able to do that. So, so what else do you see in the uh, market right now? So if we just on the theme of the market update, yeah. what is your kind of, I know it's hard to predict the future, impossible, but uh, what do you see evolving here in the next three months, six months, nine months in our industry? Well, you know, there's macro and micro economics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, the DC market's completely constrained right, in terms of there is a lack of housing mm-hmm. for the demand of buyers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can say it just in how much rent is for apartments, right? right. Because it just keeps exploding. People right. don't have, they can't find houses. And so there's more demand on on apartments and whatnot. So uh, certainly there's some challenges out there, but the fundamentals are still strong. People, People have families, Mm -hmm. they need to live somewhere, they want to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Um, They also say, oh, geez, well, boy, that rent is high. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should look at buying a house. So you still have that kind of interplay within, yeah, within the, within our environment. Right. So, and, and, and we're, we're busy. So we have a lot of folks that are coming in that are exploring uh, building a home with us. And we have a lot of folks coming in that are actually going through our process. And I think one of the number one questions that I'm getting right now is how long? And I know it varies in different jurisdictions, but people want to know if I sign up with you guys right now and I go through the process in a prototypical timeline, how long is it taking to uh, before I move into my home? Sure. So, I, you know, I think we're back to our standard kind of spiel, if you will. Right. So from the time we get a permit to move in, I would say nominally six months, maybe it's seven, maybe it's eight. And mm-hmm. part of it is how big is the house, right? right? We're currently building some huge houses right? that just take a little bit longer than a house, right? So a 10,000 square foot house, I'm just using this nominally, sure isn't necessarily going to take you twice as long as a 5,000 square foot house, but it is going to take you a little longer. Right. So I would say still mentally think six months, uh, it could be seven or eight months, right? right? On the permitting side, which is what you were kind of hedging a little bit exactly. with your discussion, I still say from the time a customer removes their contingency until we get a permit, plan on four to six months. Right. Four, I would see, would be the absolute earliest mm-hmm. um, and perhaps almost like a 10% chance, right? It's, right. it's not going to happen often. Right. Uh, but could it be more than six months? Absolutely. Right. right. Um, I know that, uh, for instance, uh, both Fairfax and Montgomery counties, they're slammed, right? Mm-hmm. And they're short-staffed, right? So, it's a labor shortage market. So if you're working as a, for instance, a reviewer at the county making X, mm-hmm. but you can get a different job making X plus, you may leave the county maybe to for the private sector right, or whatever. Right, so right, right. we are seeing some uh, latency or some, you know, a little bit of an increase 
uh, uptick on how long it's taking to get permits is permits out of the county. Right. So roughly could be one year. Yeah, I would say one year would be your rough. Yeah. I would say always, and we've said this all along, budget a year and a half. Right. But there are jobs where it could take two years, mm-hmm. right? So, And a lot of that, too, depends on the customer, right? Right. Because there are a larger home that has a lot of custom changes in it is going to take— Takes a longer to develop the plan right. and to work through nuances. selections. Yeah, selections and nuances. Right? Yep. So we have some customers that will have a meeting with us— uh, to pick their finishes and can basically do it in a day. Right. Right. Because it's, you know, here is our, here are our light fixtures and here are our plumbing fixtures, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Right. And so we kind of consolidate everything down and typically they'll leave that meeting with, oh, I like this package or I like this package. I just need to marinate and then I'll be ready to sign. Right. But then we have other customers where, one meeting just may be on the, the tip kitchen. of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, the kitchen layout <laughs> right. that may have several iterations after just that one meeting. Right. So it's it can be soup to nuts. Yeah. Right? And yeah. It's, yep, yep, yep. it's the customer's experience, right? Yep. And what they want to do. Exactly. So let's touch a little on price stability. What is going on in the pricing market? Because our prices have gone up, they've come down, they've gone up, they've come down. So what are you seeing right now? So we, we've got our prices posted online. We're going right. to we're gonna take a break in a minute. Then when we come back, we're going to talk about the free rec room incentive and things that we're doing sure. there. But what are you seeing from a pricing perspective in the market now? My hope, I'm going to knock on wood, is that we've hit the apex of inflation as it relates to building products. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. Right. And hopefully we're starting to turn down uh, or at least stabilize. Right? right. So maybe it's not. So from a labor perspective, the labor market is still um, very tight. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so 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 once a company raises their, their salaries or salaries, for you, you, you can't give people a pay cut. Not in this environment. No way. Right. No way. There's two many companies chasing too few, few people. in people yeah so that so so the labor element i would say i don't even know if it plateaus it, it could still go up just based on inflation right and blah 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 right right the material element i hope has apexed yeah and plateaued now certainly uh, commodities like lumber can go up or down, but we've seen a precipitous drop in lumber, right? lumber and sheathing right. and whatever. And so that's reflected in our pricing. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, as as the world economy stabilizes, you know, commodity prices stabilize. Right. So, so let's talk a little bit about the customization fee. You know, we've always given our right. customers the ability to customize and uh, we have very affordable pricing. And I think our, our subcontractors are raising their prices to us on on customizing. So what does it now take if somebody wants to customize a home? Right. How does the program work? So let me just back up and say, and you're absolutely right. We, we were saying, what is the how can we offer a house, right, a mm-hmm. Stanley Martin home, 
still give a customer a great experience, but do it more in a, I'm going to use the word production, but in a builder, production builder mindset, right? right. Following, so the, following the Stanley Martin program, yeah, their policies exactly. and procedures. Yep. So when we build a custom home, we have so many different meetings and reviews and it's just, it's enormous. Mm -hmm. Just gathering pricing and information and cut sheets and mm -hmm. whatever. And so we said, well, how can we trim the fat, if you will, from at least an overhead perspective, phase one. Right. Um, and we said, okay, let's offer these homes in a more Stanley Martin production mentality. Mm -hmm. And what does that do to the price? Right? Right. Um, and so that's reflected in our current pricing because we have stripped all the overhead that would be really geared to a custom customer. Right. Right. So just in selections, right? Yeah. So instead of maybe one or two selections, a custom customer could have 10, mm -hmm. could have 15. Yeah. Right. Instead yep. of um, in a production environment where you really don't have non standard options. For a custom customer, we may have hundreds, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. that's, I mean, we got to, we got to, it costs a, it's money. a burden yeah. on the company, which we're happy to do. Right. But we also, I mean, we have unit cost, but a lot of times these custom changes are custom features. Right. So now we have to enter, you know, we have interplay with our, all of our trades. Right. And that takes them time. Right. And so I would say, um, you know, generally speaking, there is now a adder or a mm -hmm. fee if you want to customize uh, of tens of thousands of dollars. Right. You know, versus for a long time, we didn't charge anything. But or, that or was five, in an effort. We, we, it was a $5,000 fee, which really in the scheme of things. It was actually, yeah, yeah nothing. So, right. so, so at the highest level, how can we offer our product at the most affordable price? And certainly this was a absolute great way. Right. And somewhat of a paradigm shift because we've been operating under the same principle for so long. Right. Uh, but in this environment, right, where we yeah. want to drive pricing down. It yep. was certainly a way to do Yeah, something. we want to drive pricing down and we want to drive the cycle time down, yeah. right? So that, for, for our homeowners. Yeah, so, and yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. So yeah. that's almost like unintended consequences, which is if you're not having to make all these decisions. So if you can take a thousand decisions and turn it into 10, right? Right? Right. The, the velocity of going through the, I'm going to call it the startup phase, yep. is exponentially shorter. Right. So the startup phase is shorter and the build cycle is shorter. Right. right. And that gets into the second element, which is if a trade is going out, and we'll just use the framer analogy, mm -hmm. right? A framer has built house X, I'm going to exaggerate, a thousand times, but it could be hundreds and hundreds, right? right. So the framer, you know, they know the house Inside in their now. mind. Yeah. So they can go in, build the house, frame the house, and get out very quickly, mm -hmm. right? Let's just pick, a, you know, three days, whatever, right? And they really don't have to come back except for doing some punch out at the end, which is part of the building industry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, now take a house that may be a derivative of that house, right? right. Where we customize, we blew it out, we blah, blah, blah. So now the framers have to study the plan, 
They know that there could be some anomalies, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's really becomes a a one-of-a-kind. Yes. Right? It's a one-off. So there's there's more labor. uh, There's more return trips. Yep. So now take that and multiply it through all of the trades, and now you start to see you know, the added costs, forget the product costs, just the added labor costs. Right, right, right. right. And that's, you know, we've done the same thing when we talk about labor, there's the labor physically of hammering nails into wood, Mm -hmm. right? But there's also the labor of, oh, well, what's the cost or the price of X, right? So from a framer analogy, if we're building house X, they don't have to price anything out. We already have all the pricing. Right. Right. If it's a different house, now they got to get their estimator involved and they got, right? So now they've got more overhead. Mm-hmm. So it's all about trying to trim the fat out of the process to lower the price. Right. And the cycle time. And cycle time. Yep. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Michael, great sure. information. Thanks for coming in. We will be right back more with Michael Schnitzer, president of Stanley Martin Custom Homes. I remember who he is. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. We still have Michael Schnitzer with us, president of Stanley Martin Custom Homes. Hey, John. So, so Mike, we are busy. We have lots and lots of people coming right. in and wanting new homes. So tell us, who are our customers? Good question. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So um, I would say, if I were to kind of take a pie and cut it, right, that probably three quarters of the pie are people that um, either need to age in place, right? need to have a space for potentially an in-law or an elderly parent to in the future move into right to take care of and then we have a whole different segment of people who are multi-generational right right and so uh i mean it's it's a it it just keeps growing every year right maybe it's not 75 percent of our customers but it is a big slice of our customers. Right. And and we have a huge, I think, group of people who are families that are growing out of their homes, right? That you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. have you have a couple who bought a home maybe in North Arlington and it's a eleven hundred square foot rambler and now they the, have now three they or they four have, kids. Exactly. And, and they literally call us and they say John and Mike, we have got to do something. We, have we to are stop living busting. in our closet. Exactly. Right. Right. We, we people tell us that yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. their office in their closet. Yeah. We, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So you've crazy got the, you've stories. got the families that are just literally growing out of their houses. They love their neighborhood. Right. They hate the home. Right. right. And they need right. a new house. We have the multi gen families where you have two or three generations living in one home. Absolutely. And they all need their own space and they want a great living space where they can all come together and meet as a family and have dinner and, and, and all that. And then we and then we have the aging in place folks who are maybe in their 50s or 60s and they say, hey, I want to build a new house. We don't want to have to move out of this because we're 75. Right. We want to right. we want to stay right, here. Right, right, right. So let's let's just kind of hit on those real quick. So well, so and, and the other thing is just the new work from home, whether it's full time or part time. So there's got to be space for for home office or home offices. Right. Uh, And in some cases, it needs to be kind of like a quiet area or separated. 
So you got all this, you know, multi-gen, multi-aging, blah, 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 family. Right. You got working at home. Um, and we, you know, we're hearing and we recognize that it's, I mean, it's great to have a nice kitchen morning room and a great dining room or mm -hmm. family room, mm -hmm. but there's so much activity. People need to, they want a larger area to congregate, mm -hmm. right? When they want to come together as a family unit. Right. And they also want an area that's maybe a little bit separate. So if they are congregating, but not everyone, right. you know, Mr. And you're really talking about is, the multi-gen right now. Yeah, well, it could be multi-gen or, you know, at some level, you know, it could be a, a, a something our customer has four kids and they're right. blah, 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 age and they're coming over to play. Yeah. And but he or she is working from home. And so yeah, 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 yeah. so we yeah. recognize that this is a growing trend. And one of the things that uh, that that we looked at is how do we incorporate this uh, and incentivize our customers to really take a close look at Stanley Martin? And um, so there's a limited time for this, but we, we worked with our trades and came up with a, a way to include the lower level rec room mm -hmm. as part of the base price. Right. So uh, you call it a free rec room, whatever, but uh, we we realized the trend. We realized that people being cooped up, yes, and are bursting. So they need more space. So that just you know, it was just kind of a no brainer for us mm -hmm. uh, to do. Um, and you know, the, like you were saying, love our neighborhood, hate our house. You know, in some cases, you know, people are also building finished attics because the house width especially for whether it's Bethesda or or Arlington or wherever, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. may only be 30 feet wide. Right. 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 And they, you know, yes, they're maximizing their space, mm -hmm. but they still need more space. Right. So um, I guess you and I get, I don't know how many inquiries a week where people just are, you know, oh, I looked at, you know, maybe renovating or yeah you know, something out or looking for a new house mm -hmm. and none of it seems feasible and they come to us and those are obviously our easiest customers because right. they're bursting at the seams and they have to do something. Right. Right. And they recognize that renovation just doesn't get them there. It's not a yeah. good return on investment. And it's costly. Right. So if we're going to just run through some really quick things, because we, we, we've, we have another episode where you and I spoke at length about floor plans and choosing the right floor plan. So folks that want to hear that can go find that episode. But, uh, you know, highest level, most of the folks that come in, if we were to if we were to break up a pie chart, I think the largest segment they want some sort of an office or a bedroom on the main level that could be a combination room with a full bath, right? Mm -hmm. That's, Correct. you yeah. know, so, so you want your living space on the main level and you don't necessarily want the owner's bedroom, but you want some sort of a space that can be used as a bedroom. And maybe some folks will use it as an office. Well, but John, it yep. also depends on the customer profile, right? right? Because some customers who are, you know, have younger kids, they want to live, live. They want to sleep on the second floor, owner's bedroom, yes. blah, blah, blah. But then we have other uh, customers where the owner suite is on the first floor. Right. Right? Because right. they're 
I don't say elderly, but they're in their 60s. They're like, oh, right. my knees are giving out or right. whatever. So or I we just do don't want to walk two. upstairs anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, was actually, I, I was actually heading that direction. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's all right. So, so we've got plans organically from Stanley Martin that have a main level bedroom. And it's not a custom change. Nope. You can buy a house with a main level bedroom because there's such a strong market demand for that type of product. We listen to our customers. We have it. So then we have the first floor owner suite. We have lots of floor plans. We only have a few online, but we have right. other floor plans that are not online right. that are first floor owner suites. So for that buyer profile, we have organic floor plans that don't need custom changes that you can buy that hit that first floor owner's uh, um, need for those buyers. Right. And then we have the multi-gen homes. We have two great homes that are really popular, our Morgan model and we have our Travis, which are great for multi-gen. And our Russell. And our Russell model, yeah. correct? Yeah. So we have that. We have actually we have more than that. We even have some forty-two wides that are multi-gen. Right, but I don't think they're online. So I think they're offline. Maybe online, maybe offline. I think they're online. Okay. I think maybe the thin or anyway. Okay. So it's but there's so we have them. Yeah. So so here you've got the owner suite on the main level. You've got an option for a second owner suite on the second level. So if you have a, a multi-gen situation may look like, you know, mom and dad, who are the grandparents, right? Living in the main level. Then you have one of their kids who's married and has kids living on the second floor of right. the home. And then you may have a brother, a sister, or some other family member living in the lower level, sometimes even more. So you've got the grandparents, you've got the kids, you've got their kids, and maybe a sibling all living under one roof. So our Morgan model fits the bill for that right out of the book. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think there's all kinds of uh, derivations from that. But right. the, I think one thing that you spoke about and maybe peripherally yeah. just was the uh, the fact that we started to get feedback that we just kept putting more plans and plans yeah. and plans online yes and we always are concerned about fatigue yes buyer fatigue. buyer fatigue yeah right so what we said is let's limit the plans we have a huge library of plans mm -hmm. so at least whet your appetite and you know many popular plans are online, but we have many more plans. Right. And once we listen to our customers' needs, we may say, hey, migrate from plan X to plan Y because right. it better fits your needs. Right, exactly. You know, we're not gonna not speak about that exactly. during our meetings. Exactly, so the point of our meeting is we meet, we talk, what is it you like about the house? What is it you don't like about the house? And if there's another model that works better, right. we'll, we'll migrate in that or direction. Or just what are your needs? Right. right? And you exactly. and I will be like, oh, they need this, this, and this. Oh, well, there's that house. But you know what? There's these two other houses that they don't even know about. Right. And we pull them up. Exactly, exactly. So Great. Works so, out well. so let's talk about um, the free rec room. Right. And let's talk about, so you, you mentioned it earlier we've worked with our trades to include that in the in the base price so uh how how does that work and what's going on with that <laughs> good question <laughs> <laughs> so we've uh so a we've negotiated with our trades to incorporate their same basic unit costs for the lower level rec room mm -hmm. um and you know finagle some things here and there um and said let's just go ahead and put that 
into the cost of the base house right uh, for a limited time so right. uh, it's it's not transferable right so it's almost like I'm trying to think if you built the like you said the Morgan mm-hmm. and you had a first and a second floor oh well we don't really want the second floor I was like well you wouldn't build the Morgan, right? Right. So the question so, we're getting is, can I take the rec room out and use that money somewhere else? And and we can't. No, yeah. it's it's a rec room incentive for those that appreciate right. the space. Right. Con- configured with and, our trade partners. Right. Yeah. And I would say 80% of our buyers want and or select the rec room. So we're right. not doing something that isn't popular. Right, 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 right. We're listening exactly. to our customers and responding. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, so we don't know how long that's going to last, but we've worked it out with our trades. We have it at least through uh, at this point at the time of this conversation uh, around Halloween. So we'll figure out uh, what happens after that. But uh, I think it's a nice incentive. People need the space and we appreciate our trade partners working with us on that. And And it takes uh, some pressure off of our customers. It does. Price pressure. So where everything else seems to be going up, we're trying to bend in the other direction. Exactly, exactly. Great. Well, Mike, thanks for coming in again. We appreciate your time. And this concludes another episode of the Go With John show. Go out there and build something extraordinary. There you go. Go, John. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. All right, man. See ya, Mike.